Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds. I'm Dan. And I'm Sheila. And we are back for the final episode of Vincenzo. And it's a ride. I mean, it's almost entirely plot. Uh, but wow, what a plot. There's just less character stuff in this than you'd assume. Uh, there's great character moments at the end. Uh, but it's mostly just paying off all of the pieces we've seen in action, you know? And uh, as usual, you spoiled something from the previous episode uh, because you forgot which episode it was in. And this is, I mean, it's as much the show's fault as your fault uh, because the show always picks up exactly where it left off, right down to showing you the last minute of the previous episode. Yes. So yes, you you revealed too early that Hansil gets murdered by his brother by being shot in the stomach. So... I mean, I'm not surprised that that's how Vincenzo survives, that he, like, throws himself onto his brother and grabs the gun to keep him from shooting Vincenzo with his last bullet. Of course, he doesn't know it's his last bullet at the time. No. If he had, if he had known it was his last bullet, he likely wouldn't have shot his brother. But in that moment, uh, the man is nothing if not impulsive. And so he shoots his brother, and shooting his brother... I think it's meaningful that shooting his brother is the act that gets him killed. Yes, exactly. Like, it really is. He fails and he dies because he chose to kill his brother instead of Vincenzo. Yes. So there you go. It's, uh, Hansio dies with one more unbelievably meaningful act of being on Vincenzo's side. It's, it's a, it's a good moment. And then of course. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, it is. Then June Wu flees, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and Vincenzo has to get her to the hospital. And Hansio uh, has one last message for Vincenzo. Vincenzo checks on him and he hands Vincenzo his cell phone. And we don't know why yet, because that's how this show works. Yeah. Uh, he he hands- says, you know what to do. Yeah, exactly. He hands him his cell phone. He says, you know what to do. And we're like... Oh, damn, they just love holding this information back from us. And then, tragically, he dies. And Vincenzo legit does lose a brother. Yes, and he calls him brother before he dies. Yep. So, Vincenzo, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was a sad, sad scene to watch. I I was not ready. Like, I knew he was probably going to die this episode. You know, because you had mentioned it, but I still wasn't ready for it, you know? Oh, it was, it was a long death. Oh, it's such it's a almost, tragic, like he yes. has such a death scene and it's so tragic. And like, when you think of how far this character has come in 20 episodes, yeah, like it, they've done such an amazing job with this character. And it's like, we don't talk as enough about what a great job this actor did. And it's like being such a dilettante and such a cowering guy. And then so beautifully portraying just how terrified of his brother he is. And it's like how this has been beaten into him his whole life. That his brother controls everything. It's fantastic. Like the guy did a great job. Slowly as he slowly, you know, and as he makes his missteps along the way of trying to get better, trying to be a better human being. Yep. He makes these little missteps. Mm-hmm. All in choices. <laughs> <laughs> he's and just, the rest yeah, but he's oh. such a good character. He really yeah. was a fantastic character. 
Oh I, man. Wow. Yeah. No, I loved it. I loved the job he did. I loved the character and and then after he dies, we cut to Jun Woo alone in his car, like down by the docks, you know, figuring out his next move. He throws away the gun, so you know, hopefully people won't be able to catch him. And uh <laughs> Oh my god. And this is the uh and, and of course throws away the cell phone that's trackable. He's not insane. He wants there to be no way to find him. And then we cut to uh uh Yun in the hospital. Yeah. And she's gonna be fine. She was just shot in the shoulder, which is really bad, and she might not be able to lift her arm over her head for the rest of her life, but she is going to live, and that's what counts. I I was not okay with thinking that something bad might happen to her. <laughs> well, Honestly, there... you don't know. You don't no. know for sure. I mean, after all, we, we, got, we got the redemption of NCO. And he, he still, still got died. killed. Yeah. Yeah. He still got killed, so we don't know that she's going to be okay. Like, we don't know how dark this show is going to get. It's it's kind of fascinating, actually. Well, at the end of 19, yes. Yeah. I think here you can safely say. Oh, no. Once she's in the hospital, I'm sure she's yeah. going to be fine. Yes. I, I was 100% certain she was going to be okay once he got her to the hospital. But at the end of 19, I had no such assurance. No! Yeah, no, not at all. She certainly is passing out. Yep, she's passing out. She's going into shock. You know, yep. like we don't know how bad that wound is. Like, you know, there's there's arteries in the arm that will have you bleeding all the blood of in your body out relatively quickly. So it was a very dangerous situation. But I, I love that she manages to be so positive about it. And it's just like, I knew I was going to war. You know? Yeah. I knew I was in a war. People in war get shot. And she's and she's just trying to let him off the hook because she knows he's got to go after Jun Woo and she can't have him worried about her while he's going after Jun Woo. And so he's try she's trying to let him off the hook as he's, you know, crippled with guilt at the moment. Because of course he is. Vincenzo's a great guy by this point. Ugh. <laughs> oh. But it's I mean, yeah. the, well because I think the fear is after all he missed the the mother. Yep. Right. He oh, lost yeah. his mother and blamed himself. And then if he'd lost her, oh my god, it yeah. would have been just too much. I don't it would have think shattered that. him. Yeah. No, I think that's fair to say. Yeah, so, I, I think that's a good way of looking at it. I think that makes sense because it's like he just he couldn't have taken that. But we get a great scene between the two of them. And he agrees to, you know, go off and finish the thing and leave her alone, you know, until it's done. So it's it's pretty beautiful. Yes. I mean, and he still can't tell her that he loves her, but, you know, he's getting closer. He's He's getting closer to being able to say that he loves her. And I think that's a big win for him. And then, boom, it's the next morning. And surprise, uh, Chun Woo's... Like, there's no one left to cover up for Jun Woo. Yeah. The prosecutor sure as hell isn't doing it. And Miss Che is in jail, so there's no one th to stop there from being a giant picture in the newspaper saying that he murdered his brother and now is <laughs> wanted for a t murder of his brother and attempted murder of this uh, lawyer. lawyer. Yeah, so 
He's in bad shape. Yeah. Oh, man. Everybody's turning on him. And as they say, as and then we see all the people reading it. So Miss Che is pissed off because, you know, she knows it's over. There's no yeah. way back from this one. And then we get everybody at Gunga Plaza reading the newspaper and being like, hey, at least everybody knows he's a criminal now. And I'm like, yeah, that is that is a good way to look at it. I mean, obviously, this is a horrible situation and their friend got shot, but the Babel group is done. Like, they're ch- like, they've lost their lawsuit, they lost the building, Babel Tower's not happening, and it's like, they're, it's all Patrick, going away. They got everything only, they want. Yes, they not only did they lose their chairman, but they lost their ex-chairman. Yeah. You know, but, it's all. Yeah, but the, there's one problem, right, uh, with the phone, which is that he doesn't have the, ch- he doesn't have Hanseo's password. So he has to go to Mr. An to use the resources of ISIS to crack Hansio's password so they can get access to his phone. And we don't know why he needs that yet, but obviously it's something important. Yeah, We yeah. don't know exactly what it is, but we know that this is obviously very important and like it's to be uh, worthy enough to be the absolute high priority right now. So, I mean, I yeah, please. No, no. And Vincenzo gives him the... The guillotine file. Uh, yep. He gives him the guillotine file. Oh, it's so beautiful. And he's like, and by the way, I kept a copy for myself. Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> you know, no harm in that. Oh, God. And then, you know, Mr... Oh, God, Mr. On with his I'll never forget you, my consigliere. <laughs> Oh, because he knows that there's a good chance that Vincenzo's not coming back from any of this. Yeah. Well, it's it's clear. I mean, they've already set set that up. I mean, oh, they yeah. told us. And he said, she said, she, you know, he said, if if we go through with this, I can't stay here. Yeah. And yeah. then here this time, she said, you're going to have to go. So mm-hmm. I, but I don't want you to call me after it's done. Just go. Yeah. So. Yeah, we know that he is going to be leaving Korea. Well, now, what we I love about that exactly. line from her, yeah. But yeah. what I love about that line from her is, again, he can't say that he loves her, but she knows that he might risk his freedom coming back to say goodbye to her. Yeah. So it's like, they her. each know how they feel, you yeah. know? They each know, even if he can't say it. They each know how they feel because she knows that there's a danger that he will try to come and see her one more time after killing everybody. And of course he, uh, he would hopefully is smart enough not to do that. But you know what? Vincio, Vincenzo can be pretty damn sentimental too, as we have learned. <sighs> oh, and then we get a fantastic scene with the head prosecutor. <laughs> chief prosecutor going to sign his thing so he can go to jail where he'll be safe and i love how he talks to himself well i guess i will humiliate myself at least i'll be alive (laughs) i know at least i'll still be alive if i humiliate myself and then he says oh and then we get the beautiful moment where vincenzo dials him up and is just (laughs) like here's the deal if you get miss che 
out of prison in the next three hours, you get a pass. Yep. You get to live. I won't come after you. You have my word. <laughs> uh, but of course, there's something Vincenzo doesn't say, which will come up soon enough. Yeah. Uh, so he does it. He's like, okay, deal, Vincenzo. Please just don't kill me. And Vincenzo's like, I won't. And he goes to get Miss Che out. Meanwhile, we cut over to Jun Wu, who has got himself a gun. And we immediately start worrying about what he's going to do with that gun. And we know that he's going to be trying leaving at the end of the day. But he, too, has some scores to settle. Well, he yeah. still has to kill Vincenzo. Exactly. Because he can't leave well enough alone. So he goes, he hires himself, he uses his, you know, bushels of cash to find himself some goons to hire. Yep. And tells them he's got some jobs for them. And, and of course, we don't know just what those are yet, but we'll find out soon enough. Yep. Yeah, just because this guy is done for, that doesn't mean he's not going to make a fuss on the way out. Well, and I don't think that he necessarily thinks he's done for. He thinks he's going to kill Vincenzo. Oh, yeah. And, and make, a, uh, make a getaway. Make a clean yeah. getaway. But then we get the wonderful scene where the prosecutor shows up at Wusang uh, to grab all of their files. Because he knows where everything is. And yep. so, uh, because he is allowed to, he has created a situation where now everyone will believe that uh, actually Miss Che was completely innocent and just the nefarious Jun Wu blackmailed her and threatened her into taking the fall for him. Which, you know, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, she chose to do it, but they were all Jun Wu's crimes. And now that everybody, everybody's willing to accept it, now that he's known to be a murderer. Yep. Now that he's known to be a madman and a murderer, everyone's willing to go with it. Uh, so she gets out, and Vincenzo calls, and what does he do? He plays the phone call with the chief prosecutor. Yeah. <laughs> so she finds out, oh my god, that he set her up to be murdered. Oh, damn, Vincenzo. Because he promised not to uh, kill, him. Kill, kill him, but he didn't promise he wouldn't do anything. Uh, so he just gives her a motive to kill the chief prosecutor. Oh, it's such a good scene. <laughs> such a good moment, because we all know what's coming. Well, yes. Yep, these aren't people who let who can let things go. <laughs> if there's one thing we can say about these villains, it's all that they ne they're just not good at letting things go. Well. But yeah, it's just one great moment after another. Oh, and of course, I forgot to mention that uh, that Mr. Cho is following her. Mr. Cho yeah. is like, is on her tail. And uh, Vincenzo says, if she goes anywhere remote, call me immediately because she might be meeting with, um, uh, yeah, with Jun Wu. Yeah, with Jun Wu. And then we would need to know about it right away. Uh, so she goes to her office and she gets her secret burner phone for talking to Jun Wu, like the phone that is only for that. And she calls him up. And, uh, and you know, they make their little arrangements. plans uh, to yeah. make their arrangements. And so he tells her to, you know, uh, go move all my money and get $5 million for yourself. 
I'm fleeing the country. You go to Mexico. You know, it's like, I'm getting on a boat out of the country. You should go to Mexico until things cool down and we figure out what to do. Yeah, it's honestly like, I know they're both villains and I hate the both of them, but it's like, they really do seem to like, like and respect each other. (laughs) And I know it's weird, but it's like, there are so many times when she could have and probably should have turned on Jun Woo. But it's like, the maybe it's what literally what she said. She likes living dangerously. Maybe that's all it is. But it's like, it it's, really it, has... Please, go. No, I was going to say, it's the... I'm, I'm going to burst your bubble. It's the adrenaline rush. The well, that's what I'm saying. She likes living dangerously. Yeah, it's the adrenaline rush. It's the... It's like an addiction. Can they eat this? They love living on the edge. Absolutely. But I'm just, what I was saying was like any number of times, there is an almost like uh, filial relationship between the two of them. It is almost like that this is the mother, the, the mother he never had who understands him completely and goes along with all of his madness. You know? him for who he is yeah in a way that nobody else does like no one else everyone else is terrified of him and everyone else is you know has to be around him because he has the power and the money but she just like completely beyond that completely accepts him and is fine with him and she's the only person who does and i think that's fascinating like i think that's really really interesting Two evil human beings who found one another. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is the message, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, oh, and then of course, uh, she goes back to the apartment and moves all the money just as uh, told, as she was told to. And right? moves all the money just as she was told to. She's very good at following directions in situations like this. So that's a nice touch. And then we get uh, Vincenzo following something. Ooh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Although we don't get the details of that just yet, and then we are back at the build the justice building, where the uh, where the chief prosecutor is making a speech about how he Miss Che was a villain and Jun Wu was a villain, and I just worked I just worked for a while on his legal concerns. I had no idea what a monster this guy was, and then he gets a call from Jun Wu saying, "If you'd only stayed loyal." You wouldn't be about to die. And then he's like, what can you do to me? I'm in public. And then we find out what he can do to him in public. Oh, damn. Yeah, two guys just walk up and stab him in the middle of the steps. And then run for the minivan they were in and just drive away after having murdered a man in public. It's it's a good surprise. I mean, it's it's so sudden and brutal, right? Yeah, it is really brutal. I did not see it coming. Nope. Not at all. Yeah. And then you see the two vans passing one another. Vincenzo's van. Yep. On one side. Mm-hmm. And his van on the other. Yep. And then he sees that the prosecutor is dead. Yep goes oh and then he keeps looking at the phone yep because he's got that dot 
They can't figure it out. We can't figure out exactly, like, how is he following this guy? Or what's Like, at this point, well, at this point, he showed up right then where it was. So it's like, we know this has to do with Jun Woo and his plans. Yep. But we don't know what the details are. Yeah, how he's managing to follow him. Yep. And yes, as uh, as they watch for the hospital room. <laughs> and then they're like, he's tying up loose ends. This is bad. Yep. And uh, and Mr. Nam is like, uh, oh, God, is he going to be, is Vincenzo going to be able to pull this off? And her response is, he's indestructible. Yep. And such a beautiful message. Mr. Ham, don't worry. Don't, don't worry. It's okay. Yeah, he's got this. <laughs> oh, no, I love it. And then, boom, back to more driving. The two of them are driving, right? And then suddenly Vincenzo loses his signal. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, and notably, we saw him going out, uh, going underground, <coughs> right? Yeah. So we know that, uh, and that's what Mr. Cho says when he calls him. Obviously, he's gone underground, right? So we have to find some move. And then we see Miss Che going to another building. <laughs> right? And she talks with Jun Woo. Right? She talks with Jun Woo about uh, the prosecutor getting killed. <laughs> right? And how pleased they are with this result. <laughs> yes. Well, just remember that time they were dancing together. Oh, God, I know. Oh, after the mother died. Oh. She goes into her place to get her last, uh, to get the last few things she needs. And Vincenzo's there waiting for her. <laughs> <laughs> so she screams for her, bo- Body her bodyguards. bodyguards. And the door opens and it's Mr. Cho. <laughs> who is taking <laughs> care of all the bodyguards. We know he's oh. a fighter. Yeah, oh yeah, we have yeah. seen him fight. And the bodyguards were not ready for a special forces guy to come and get them. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it makes me so happy. And yeah. whew, Vincenzo, you know, he's uh, we, she had to come back to her house to get her passport. Right? And uh, as Vincenzo says, if you're uh, if someone is looking for you, it's better to hide than to run. <laughs> it's much easier to hide some it's much easier to find someone if they're trying to escape than if they just lock down somewhere. Oh my god. Oh it's so magnificent. Oh, and then they stole all of the five million dollars the five million dollars. The hacker intercepted the five million dollars. And quote unquote donated it to a good cause in a nice touch. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. And yep. uh and then we get No, well, but she no. It's all the money. It's not just it's not Herman. It's the it's, money that she wired to Jun yeah. Wu. Yeah, all of the Jun Wu money. That's what I was saying. Oh, no, yes, I should have said, said that it was all of it. It's not just hers. It's all of the Jun Wu money. Yes. yes. All of Jun Wu's money to escape. Yeah, left him with nothing. Yep. Yeah. He's got no money now. Yep. And then she uh, goes to get a drink and she tries to be brave. And Vincenzo's like, 
yeah, that's over. <laughs> you don't get to be brave anymore. You don't get to think you're in charge anymore. Uh, but check this out. They, uh, the security team was not murdered. Mr. Cho just knocked them out. Uh, and they know Vincenzo kidnapped her, but they don't know who the other guy was because they weren't able to get a shot of Mr. Cho. Uh, but they're like, she was the lawyer for Jun Wu. So presumably Vincenzo is just using her to get to him. The cops have figured out. But as always on this show, the cops are 17 steps behind everybody else. Well, yeah. (laughs) And then we cut over to and they put a, you know, and they oh, yes. put out an APB on the oh, car. Oh, of course, for Vincenzo. Yeah, for the car. And for they're going to try to arrest yeah. Vincenzo, yes. But now we get to the good stuff. Oh, jeez. <gasps> yeah, you said this was going to be brutal. I was not expecting how brutal this was going to get, even though you had specifically told me. No, no, well, you, said, get don't tell, you, you said, don't tell me anything. I, you know, I said, you'll never guess. Yeah. Oh, my I, God. There is no way he just, yeah. i mean this writer the perfect oh the perfect ending oh and what i love is uh i love her trying to talk her way out of getting murdered yes by like being that it's not going to solve anything and he's like this isn't about solving things this is about you getting what's coming to you <laughs> This is about what you deserve. And then uh, and then he has the wonderful line where it's like, what, you know, and she's like, why are you the person to be doing this? And he just starts talking about uh, Indian mythology. (laughs) That he is the he is the beast of Indian mythology who controls the Rakshasa, which are, you know, dark spirits. Yes. Dark, yes. dark tiger spirits. And I'm like, the okay. And the Rakshasa. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, Vincenzo? And of course that pays off later because everything always pays off later in this show. Yes. He's the visor of our... Yeah. No. I don't know how to say it. And I wasn't going to try. Oh, well. oh my God. And then he turns on, he turns on the sprinklers and the sprinklers have gas. And they cover her in gasoline. <laughs> and then he turns on the Zumba music and tells her she's going to dance one last time. And by the way, like, she's not tied to the chair. She's just sitting in the chair and her feet are nailed to the floor. Yep. So she could stand up, but it's too painful. And so she's like, oh my God, he's actually going to set me on fire. And so she tries begging him to just shoot her. Right, just yeah. please don't do this. Anything but this, because she she gets it. She knows how bad this is going to be, and uh, Vincenzo doesn't care. So one more time, he tosses a letter over his shoulder. Yes, to bookend bookend that. To bookend the whole Walks series. Away. Walks, Walks away and throws the. Oh, so brutal, and then we get one hell of a stunt. Jeez. As a stunt person covered in fire, you know, runs around. I don't know who did screaming. that. Boy, they, they must whoever have did that stunt. I, I really hope whoever did that stunt got paid quite a bit. Because, damn, that's a hell of a visual. Yeah. 
because it is a stunt person. I am. Oh, sure. absolutely. Oh, no, there absolutely. Of no course, way. it's a stunt person. They, yeah, the perform. The actor's not doing that. <laughs> no, no, that's not what I meant. I oh, meant you mean it's not a digital that. thing? Yes. It's not a digital thing. No, no, there's uh, someone there. Yeah, we have que- we had questions. I was just listening to episode ten, and yeah, about yeah. episode ten, there was some, might be some digital digital thing. Digital. No, that that other fire was digital. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think this was digital. No, this was a person on fire. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Full, full asbestos seat and highly insulated. I am sure. Oh, one hundred percent. And but, plus, they actually fun fact: they have chemicals now. That will essentially burn on fire, but keep the heat from getting to you much more effectively than they used to. Fun yeah. fact, uh, you still have to hold your breath. That's the thing that they don't talk about with the uh, the burn thing, doing burns like that. For the entire time you're on fire on screen, you have to hold your breath because otherwise trying to, in- the air is way too hot to breathe. Yeah. So it's like, that's why burns on screen never go much longer than 30 seconds because... Let's face it, how long do you want to ask? Because you've got to hold your breath the entire time you're on fire and for as long as it takes you to put them to put you out after you get, uh, after you're done with the actual stunt and they call cut. So yeah, they can't do burns very long for that reason. Ah, then wonderfully, uh, Vincenzo, while Vincenzo's been doing that, he's been having everybody else be on the lookout for uh, Jun Wu, so he doesn't miss him, right? Which is very smart. But as a consequence, you know, uh, he's not there when they find Jun Wu down at the docks. And they're like, we should wait for Vincenzo. And they're like, nah. some of them think they should wait for Vincenzo. Some of them think they don't. And they see the guys and they just rush him because, let's face it, they're all really pissed at Jun Wu too. It's not like Vincenzo's the only person who hates this guy. Like, I completely get why they rush after him. Yeah, but even even as they're doing this, right? No, I yeah. mean, you, you sometimes you, you sort of miss the... Like, even then, you have this problem with his stick shift, right? I know! They, the comedy the scene! When they're trying to drive car. down and our beloved Nutria, the the white angel of Kumkato uh right is driving and they're all yelling at him to drive faster and he's not comfortable driving a stick shift oh it's such a good scene like it manages to do some comedy right in the scene then we get a fight scene and uh but unfortunately junwoo pulls his knife and he gets the better of them and he holds a knife to mr lee's throat and then he stabs him in the chest and then, before he can do anything worse, Vincenzo shows up and shoots him in the leg. Yeah. Just as he's pulling out his gun. Just as he's gr- sorry, uh, grabbing for his gun. And then Vincenzo shoots him in the other leg to make sure he can't get back up again. <laughs> oh, and then we see Mr. Lee and we get this moment of, oh my god, is Mr. Lee going to die too? Because it really looks like Mr. Lee's going to die too. Because he gets a farewell with Vincenzo and asks Vincenzo to be his daughter's godfather. Oh, it's terrible. But the, like, yeah. no, you can't do this. Oh, it We've was already terrible. lost too terrible. much. Yeah. You know. Now, remember that Juhu gets shot after he has... I, I mean, you're, you're talking about this and you've got it sort of in the wrong order, but it doesn't matter. 
right? So there's Mr. Lee. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. gets stabbed and, and then he gets, gets shot. Stabbed, yeah. And then Jun Woo yes. gets shot After as he's reaching for his gun. Exactly. Right? That's what I was saying. Yeah. So he gets shot twice, so he can't get up. Yeah. And then and, so while he's lying there, you know, uh badly injured, that's when they go and they take care of Mr. Lee. Yep. Yeah. But then, uh, and this is when we reveal that our beloved Nutria, before he started a criminal gang, worked as a nurse. Worked as a nurse. I was, I mean, and as I said, the third time through, I finally got it. Yeah. Yeah. And so he stabilizes <laughs> Mr. Lee and he throws him in the car. And Mr. Tax says, Vincenzo, you know, you can't stay with us. You can't get him to the hospital. The police sirens are here. Yeah. Right. You have to go. And so we get a little bit of a car chase as Vincenzo's getting away from the cops. But it's like, let's face it. At this point in the story, we know there's no way those cops are stopping Vincenzo. No. And and besides, Nutria stops the cops. And says, we got an injured man here and we need to get to the hospital right away. Yeah. And and that stops the chase. Distracts them just them, long right? enough. Yeah. Just yeah. stops them just long enough for Vincenzo to take a powder. It's still a team effort. Oh yeah, it's always a team effort because they are yeah. a family now. Yeah. They they are the Casano family now, yeah. whether they're in their beautiful costumes or not. Or not. And Vincenzo oh. does agree to be the godfather to, to the, the baby. Oh, it's, it's just so like, sweet. It was just—it's terrible as he's crying, and we and get... we honestly have no idea if Mister no. Lee's going to die or no, not. No, no, I can't. Because... I can't say I knew. No. No, absolutely not. Yep. Well, because we'll get to that, right? Because, you know, when Mr. Ham tells, you know, tells Cha Young that, that yeah. Mr. Mr. Lee. Mr. Something terrible has happened to Mr. Lee. And we don't hear that conversation. No. We're like, oh my God, is he dead? Yeah. And no, the way they're looking. The way they're looking. I was afraid. I was terrified that this man was dead. Yeah. And she's like, what happened to Mr. Lee? And then we get, and Mr. Nam's sobbing. And I'm like, and the answer is at this point in the story, he's been stabbed and it's touch and go. And they don't know whether he's going to make it, but they sure as hell don't tell us that. No, we just assume he's in the operating room is what yeah, it is. And exactly. It, you know, but we don't know that we know nothing, mm -hmm. you know, and. Um, it's okay. so well done. So yeah. well done. And now we get what happens to oh, And you're like, what punishment could be bad enough for this guy? Is your question thing is what we all question thinking. About. It's like, how could it possibly feel like enough has happened to this guy? And yeah, they found a way. <laughs> I, I tell you, just... I don't know how they found a way. Vincenzo says he learned something. From the, the uh, from the Russian mob, which is, uh, but before he explains what it is, we find out how he found him. And it's so beautiful because yes. it goes back to the scene where Jun Woo gave his brother the watch. And yep. we remembered that scene and how, as he said, my brother is not sentimental. So I was immediately suspicious when he gave me the watch. So I took it apart and there was a bug inside. Yeah. And so what I did was I went and I put it in his watch 
And then Vincenzo's like, but he's got a whole drawer full of watches. And he's like, yeah. And I bought that many trackers. <laughs> I put a tracker in. in oh, every single it. watch he owns. I will always know where he is. And then I put an expensive app on my phone. So I always know exactly where my brother is. <laughs> and you're like, God damn it. Like, I love you so much now. Yeah. Ancio. <laughs> Like, you were so great. You you so transformed yourself as a character. We we don't know what we're going to do without you, you know? Oh. Yeah, we will cry at your funeral. Oh, <laughs> such a beautiful scene. Yeah. And then we find out what the punishment is. Oh. So what the Russians do is they hook you up to a machine. Yeah. With a, with a tiny little drill at the end. Uh, about a, you know, uh, uh, one eighth of an inch drill. And it aims right at your one of your lungs. And you drill it forward until it's just touching the person's skin. And then every five minutes, it moves forward exactly five millimeters. Damn, when I listen to this thing. But every five minutes, it moves forward exactly five millimeters. Uh, it moves forward exactly five millimeters. And so, as he says, so first it's going to cut into your skin... And you're going to bleed a lot. And then you're going to start getting giddy. And then as it starts getting into your bones, you're going to be in the worst agony of your life. And then at 5 a.m. tomorrow, it's going to puncture your lung and you'll die almost immediately. And you're like, oh, wow. The extent to which this guy is getting exactly what coming, what's coming to him. It's, it's and, and, so brutal, it makes you hesitate. Yeah, no, it is so brutal. And this is what, what I meant when I said they had to have Jun Wu kill his mother or you would never have accepted Sign off on that. this. Yeah, no, this you're absolutely right. It's too brutal. It's too awful. Because and even, it's like, but yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like, no matter what a monster he is, and he is a monster, I'm not saying he's not a monster, but no matter how much of a monster he is, what Vincenzo does to him, like, the way he is begging to just be shot, yeah. you completely believe it. You know? Wow. What? I, I mean, it was, it was, it, it was just yeah. horrible. And you get the fear in his eyes. Yep. You know? And... You know, Vincenzo's just there. Yeah. Yes. No, this is what you deserve. I mean, this is, and, mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, and this is to let you know that, yes, Vincenzo, as much as we may have come to like him and love him and everything else, yeah. is an evil man. He is. And that when Cha Young said, I had to choose the lesser of two evils. Yeah. That 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 was truly spoken, but we as an audience would have never been able to accept this no. if he had not killed Vincenzo's mother. Vincenzo's mother. Yep. That that was that was the Rubicon being crossed. Yeah, the Rubicon was crossed, and he died. Yeah, and he doesn't just—he always had to die, but it didn't have to be this awful. If he hadn't killed Vincenzo's mother. Yep. And that's the key. And oh God, do they, 
it's it's weird to say it, but they do earn a level of brutality that, yeah, as I you w- say, in any other circumstance, you would be horribly uncomfortable with. Well, even but here, it's just even like, here. You're you're right. You're still uncomfortable with the it. The first time, the first time you watch it, yeah, right? Yeah. It's only going through it as we're doing this podcast that I can say, okay. Even though mm-hmm. I've watched it, as I said, this is my third run through. Yeah. Um, but it is yes, it is the killing of the mother that is the pivotal point. Yeah. You know, and because and and. The fact that we and we accept what happened to her as mm-hmm. well, because the two of them actually dancing after they kill his mother. I know. I mean, that it was beyond, as you say, crossing the Rubicon. It was worse than crossing the Rubicon. Yeah, it is beyond the pale. No, Completely. you were celebrating that you've been able to finally damage this man for the first time ever. And I'm like. By killing oh, his mother. By killing we, his, his dying mother. Mm-hmm. Yep. It wasn't as if she was going to have another 40 years. Nope. She, she was going to last her. another few months. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Now. Oh, now things get good. So Vincenzo leaves and he meets Mr. Nam and Mr. Cho. And they hand him his fake documents and they're like, we can keep the computer from flagging this passport for half an hour. So you have to be on the plane right now. Yeah. Which, of course, makes it the perfect time. For Cha Young to show up. For Cha Young to drive up. Like, God, he's got to get out of here. Like, I get it. I get it completely. But he's got to get out of here, woman. <laughs> you can't be distracting him at this point. <laughs> but yes, they get their last moment together yeah. and it's oh, so wonderful. And I want to point out they note they notably do something here. For this all the scene and we didn't talk about this uh with Miss Che and then the scene with um Jun Woo. For both of the scenes when he's tormenting them and preparing mm-hmm. to kill them, his hands are covered in blood. Yep. For the entirety of the scene. And it's notable that it's like, when he hugs Chayun in this scene, there's still blood on his hands. Yep. There's less he's washed his hands, but there's still traces of blood on his hands. So even this tender moment of hugging her, we, the audience, cannot separate it from the violence of who he is. No, and there's blood on his face, his blood neck. on his face, blood on his neck, blood on his a hands. little bit, but yeah, yeah. So it's like we can't separate. We want him to have this this beautiful, sweet moment with her, but the violence is always right there at the forefront. Yep. Anyway, and, it's oh, a beautifully right. staged yes. show. Yeah, beautifully staged show. Oh, and then just in case you didn't, uh, <laughs> you were missing what they wanted to say, and like. To, to absolutely make sure there was no question of what happened. Here's Jun Woo's dead body and oh. a crow picking away at it. They're like, no, no one rescued him. He didn't get out of this. This is literally a crow picking at his dead body the moment after he dies. I know. Well, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, that is a, again, a brilliantly staged she- scene yep. because you see the crow Waiting. Up in the rafters, just waiting 
until waiting he's for him to die. I know. And then the moment he dies, the crow swoops in. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Like it is, it is perfect. The I mean, way they do this show. Yeah. Because he's, because he has, he's still breathing when yep. we open the scene. As we, he's just gasping because it has glass. just drilled into, well, it has just drilled yeah. into his lungs as he was told it would. And the sun is coming up and you have the sun on his face. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's artfully shot. Like, no one could deny how artfully shot this thing is. This is just a stunner yeah. of a show. It is beautiful, this show. Oh my God. I'm just looking at it right now. Yeah, I know. Is sitting on. I don't know how they got the crow to do this. Yeah. The crow is sitting on him and you've got the crow in with this, this light completely mm-hmm. surrounding the crow. Yep. Right? At, at one point through this sort of box with with the body right it, it yep. is uh, it, it it was just no, it's beautiful uh, it is beautifully framed yeah ah uh, then we see a wonderful scene not uh, now and then that's it's three the, months later yeah and or a month later actually because oh yeah no this is just a only month later, a month yes. at first yeah at the first, the first heart, she goes to the she goes to the, the vineyard uh, yeah. Yeah, the vineyard that he uh the vineyard space he has got for her. <laughs> right? And then we uh <laughs> we cut to the kid, you know, the the snack uh, woman's son <laughs> sitting at with his school chums and they see on the uh newspaper that uh Babel Group has gone into receivership and various other companies are going to be buying up his assets. So yes, Babel was killed. Yes. Like it it is done. Babel has been killed. So that's good. Right? They succeeded in everything they tried. Uh we've got oh my god. We get Chayun putting on a pair of beautiful earrings. You know, counterpointing the threatening earrings from last week quite effectively. Well, and he just sends her new earrings, right? Exactly. He sends her new earrings and shows he puts them on and then we cut to uh, the the Don't former right hand man yeah. of the presidential candidate, who, as we will recall, has been destroyed. But his presidential candidate has been destroyed by the guillotine file. So now he's decided to run. You know, he's he's getting into politics himself, not just as a kingmaker, but as an actual candidate. And he's like. Uh, Yes, the Babel Tower thing uh, has stopped, but that's bad for this neighborhood. We need development. We need growth. Ah, uh-huh. and out comes the Cassano, the Cassano family. family. <laughs> to say that they're not going to put up with anybody pushing in on their business. <laughs> oh, it's so gorgeous. And uh, just because the show hates us, Mr. Lee is not in the crowd of the Cassano family members. Yep. Because they no. want to keep us going so much longer. Well, did, did you not notice that in the vineyard, yep. one of the, one of, because they're selling the some plots. of the vineyard plots, right? Yeah. And yep. that one of the rows has Lee on it. I know. That was my first and thought. The, I'm like, oh my God, is this like a memorial so, to him? him? That was yeah. my first thought too. Yeah, no, they they really keep us waiting. So it looks like there's going to be a street fight, uh, obviously, between them and the goons who work for the politician. 
Uh, and meanwhile, <laughs> Miss Cho, uh, sorry, I almost said, uh, Cho. No, uh, Jun, uh, oh my god, my head today. Uh, yeah. uh, Yun goes Slow off down. to court, goes off to court, you know, to work on her case. And, uh, and the rest of them say, yeah, go ahead and call the cops on us. We're not scared of cops. I'm like, well, after Vincenzo showed you how to run things, I get why you're not scared of cops. <laughs> And so what's the case she's working on? Making sure that all of the evidence against the bank gets in. And the mother. And the mother who framed Vincenzo mother goes to jail for the yes. death of her husband. And because therefore... Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, clearing her name, clearing his mother's name after she died and he she went to jail. Because they got her son to testify against her. That was such a beautiful little scene. Well, in I just gave him a picture. In exchange for some pictures of Vincenzo. <laughs> oh, to keep him company in prison. <laughs> oh, nice ending. And again, we're just paying off everything. Yep. Every, and you were right. Everything is getting paid off because we yeah. hadn't heard about the bank in how many weeks. But no, the show didn't forget. No, nope. this show and, never forgets and, these details. Yeah, we had to see. We had to see his mother get get be cleared of the crime. Yeah, cleared. Uh, her name is cleared. Yeah, so she can rest in peace. Yep. It's so beautiful. It's such a nice scene. Loved it. <laughs> Oh, God, but the fact that then we see her son in jail looking at the picture and the well, love theme the from that. Well, he's no, in the soccer field. But it's jail. the prison soccer field. Yeah, but that yeah. doesn't. But where he is doesn't matter. What matters oh, well, is he's no, staring at the picture. It does, because he's sitting in front of the. He's the goaltender. Oh, yes, and he's and looking at the pictures the instead. Yeah. And, instead and, of playing the game. And the opposite, the opposite team tries to. And his head stops. Yeah, I know. The goal from stops the yeah. goal from being made. But no, yeah. the key part is that the love theme from that episode yes. plays again. Of course, of course. Oh, they don't miss a trick on this show. Oh. Never, ever, ever. Oh, and then this is so wonderful, right? Uh, we get we code into ISIS, and the Mister An's boss, yeah. right, says, "No, we're not going to be teaming up with uh, the provincial prosecutors." to work with the guillotine file. Obviously we can only trust ourselves with this thing. And I'm like, <laughs> hell yes. Hell yes. <laughs> Given what happened last time you got prosecutor's offices involved, Vincenzo had to murder a prosecutor. <laughs> uh, but anyway, and then what happens? Mr. Cho comes back to work. Yes. Uh, comes back <laughs> to work and he's going to help with the guillotine file. But of course, what he's really helped there to do is help Mr. An find. And he's like, Mr. An's like, we're going to find Vincenzo. And Mr. Cho's like, of course. And then, uh, like, and then so Mr. An's like, let's get started. And Mr. An's like, oh, you mean today? Like, right now, we're going to start looking for Vincenzo. Because he hasn't been able to find him. Yeah, because he hasn't he been able to find him anywhere. He's looking for him. He spent a, well, no, no. At that point, That's it's still, at that point, it's still the month. And yeah. then we only after that scene do we cut away for the year and see uh, our beloved Nutria hanging out with Mrs. Lee and the baby. And we're like, oh, my God, is he really dead? But no, <laughs> Mr. Lee's fine. Mr. Lee's fine. It's just 
the the balloon business quite understandably did not take <coughs> off and now he's just helping out all of the other businesses <laughs> in the plaza but yeah they were really screwing with us with that yeah, scene that was the only time they did that kind of really oh, screwing with really us. screwing with the, the whole episode making us wait like that uh but we do find out that it's like he was grievously injured and he's not going to be fighting anymore, which no. is, you know, exactly what his wife wanted. Yes. Because <laughs> remember, she was like, how can I, how can we possibly have a baby if you're constantly trying to get into fights? Yeah. And now he, he, they had a baby and he physically can't get into fights anymore. <laughs> so in the end, it all worked out. <gasps> yeah. Piano lady. Oh my I God, the piano lady. Yes. Her. With the two pianos, because yes. she's got the old piano and she's got this beautiful new piano. And so she tells her student, no, you can't play that one. It's just for show. And her cut of the money is stuffed into the piano. <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. Yes. Her cut of the money is all in her old piano that she played the entire time she was working on the scam to get the money. Oh, such a gorgeous scene. And by the way, this is reinforcing the family thing. Yep. Like, she she got her money. She yes. only moved in there to get her money. But she got her money, and it's a year later, and she didn't, leave. she didn't leave. It's so beautiful. And then, oh my god, this scene made me so happy. The, the American couple, apparently, like... Everybody, you know, it's like, I guess it went viral with their beautiful proposal. And it has become a popular place for people to propose marriage. <laughs> like, so now their temple is where people in Korea come to get engaged. <laughs> uh, that one I didn't see coming at all. No, no, no. That was such a nice surprise. Oh, this episode is so good. Yeah, and then you have the monk thinking back to his last conversation. Conversation with, with Vincenzo. Vincenzo. No. And this is where we find out what the uh what the whole Raksasa thing was about. Yeah. Where there's the the guy that you see at the top of te of Buddhist temples is this guy with this horrible demon face. Yeah. Right? This horrible demon face and these giant horns and fangs and he's like that's because he's in charge of the demons. He's the one. He's got to be scary because he's the one who holds back the demons. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's one of the four, he's one of the four. Yeah, the four. Eight. Yeah. Yes. You know, and but, yes, he holds back the demons, the Rakshas and the whatever. The Rakshasas and the whatever. Uh, the other uh, demon type was. And it's just this beautiful to... moment where essentially he is like, as a Buddhist, signing off on what Vincenzo has to do. Yes. Because well, he's, he's like, because he's like, you've got your role as well. Monsters yeah. have their role in this system and you can be the monster whose role is to keep the bad guys away from the people. Well, the thing but is... But you've got to be a monster to do it. Yeah, well, the thing is, the thing is, no, he says, no, there is no, I mean, it, you have to get, it's, it's even more yeah. so because of course, Vincenzo's terribly, con he says, he's conflicted. I am, I am never going to be able to change this. 
Yeah. This is what I, and then he explains to him who he is with, within the structure of the mythology. Yeah. And then he, he tells him, because right away he starts, I'm sure we will meet again. Now understand, of course, they all believe in reincarnation. Yep. Um, but he said every now and then, this is this is your role. This is, yes, you cannot get away from this. Mm-hmm. This is what you are doing in this world. But every now this and then. This is what that, you're for. Yes. But every now and then the Buddha may smile on you. I know. And, Isn't and that we, a beautiful scene? Yes. And then you get the picture that they put the Buddha back underneath the Nanyak. I know. Temple. So he'll always feel the Buddha with him. Yes. The Buddha While he's praying. Yeah. Oh. Such a beautiful wrap up of that story. Yep. It's and such a then. perfect. Uh, and then we find out that there is another like uh, political and you know, one of those things where a bunch of diplomats come over from Italy. Whoa, whoa, to, whoa. You're, you're, oh, but, all right. No, you do the other thing before we get there. Yes. You're missing that. I am missing one thing. You're right. Because when he leaves, he goes and he sees Chai Young, which is basically the last conversation they have. And this is where they get the story of, you know, I mean, she she laughs about it, but he's telling the story yeah. about the two, the 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 bridge of birds. The bridge of birds, yes. Okay. That that they will get together again somehow or another. And he mm-hmm. tells the story, sort of tells the story of the bridge of birds. Like yeah. I didn't understand it. And right. so I will, I will tell it here. Like I didn't understand really. I knew this was kind of, and she makes some crack about, well, it'll be a bridge of pigeons, right? And Zach yes. will bring his pigeons back. Yeah. But I didn't understand it. And because I brought a book on Korean mythology, oh. uh, right. I started to read. So I'm reading this book. It's, it's only about 110 pages long. So I'm yeah. reading, reading through it. And all of a sudden I'm getting to this one story and I'm going, Oh, that's what they're talking about. Because what happens is, is that in the world of gods, Mm I see there is the earth. Then there was the world of gods and all the gods, like with the world, have their roles and have their duties and what they have to do. And then it turns out that there was this one male god and this goddess, this god, and he was a farmer and she was a weaver she made spun clothes mm-hmm. right and she made she made clothes she spun cloth and this was their roles however they have met and they fell madly in love and they were so much in love right that they they just they forgot to do what they were supposed to be doing ah. and therefore on the earth there was there started to be famine and there was no food and and there wasn't enough cloth like things to spin for cloth like because right. they weren't doing their jobs in heaven earth was suffering right and so and they so, couldn't be together just wait a sec let, let me finish no, let no me but that is the message but continue but yeah but i like to get to the message get to the message then that is it's bigger than that right so what happens is is chief god says i'm sorry but i have to separate you you cannot be together because you are neglecting your duties. Right. Okay. So then what happens, of course, is the crying starts. Like they get separated. 
he moves her to one side of of the, the, heavens. the heavens and him to the other side and there's a huge chasm between them right okay and so what happens is, is he's crying and crying and crying so much that he's causing the flood ah. this is the flood story well, every every uh, culture yeah. has its flood myth, and this is theirs. Yeah. And this is the flood myth. And he's crying so much. And, of course, the people are then crying to the gods, why you have to stop this, right? And so head god relents and says, okay, you can meet at this spot once a year. And so they both go, and they can't get across the chasm. So then all of these magpies and crows and things all come together and they create a bridge so the two of them can meet in the middle of this bridge. Once per year. Once Aww. per year. And the two of them are kind of crying, right? Sort yeah. of. But but as the myth says, these are now the gentle reign of happiness. That's beautiful. Right? And so that's the story. And so that's the whole illusion. So I'm assuming that Koreans who do know this story would have picked up this illusion, which I didn't. Nothing. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, who's going to? I didn't know. And I accidentally but started to read this book. And in the middle of it, there's the story that explains the importance of this. Of the Bridge of Birds and how the metaphor of why they can never be together. Yeah. Yeah. And how, like, they just have to be satisfied with seeing each other once a year which is in fact uh exactly what <laughs> happens next but before we get there just a, a quick little religion check-in for everybody um the generally accepted anthropological explanation for why every culture has a um a flood myth <laughs> i'm just going to quickly let people know in case they don't know the reason every culture has a flood myth <laughs> is because um during the previous ice age right during the last ice age uh, there were already people scattered all over North America and Europe and Africa, of course. And so during an ice age, uh, so much snow piles up as giant glaciers all over the um, all over the world oh. on every continent of the globe, right? That essentially the global water level lowers a huge amount, and so as a consequence, like there is just Everything we now think of as being underwater, huge sections of that was arable land that people lived on. Because throughout human history, people have always lived right on the water because you always need you always need access to water. It's as simple as that. And so as a consequence, every culture everywhere on Earth, no matter where they were, was living at the edge of the water. Then when the Ice Age ended, the water level moved up like four meters. And so every civilization had to flee. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was even before. higher. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even higher high. than that. About 35 feet. So you're talking 10, so there, 12 yeah. meters. Yeah, exactly. 10, 12 meters. And so basically every single culture everywhere on Earth had to flee to higher ground. Yeah. And so that is why. So everyone all over the world who never met each other, never knew each other existed, they all at roughly the same time experienced the same thing of having to flee to higher ground. And so they all came up with their own myth to explain why they had to do that. So while all of the myths are different and some are clearly sweeter than others, <laughs> hell, like that's fun. that's a hell of a lot sweeter and more upbeat than the Noah stuff. <laughs> yep. You know? 
Uh, but yeah, so no matter where you are, that's why they all have the flood myth. That is why it is universal. That is why it is a, as they call it, monomyth. A myth that everybody has. It's just everybody has their own form of it. So that is that is the reason, in case you were wondering. Okay, now let's get back to this. Let's get back to Vincenzo. Massive, massive metaphor. Yes. And that so that is, that is what they have set up. And then we, uh, we go to Jipurangi Law Firm. Yeah. Right? And there's a, a nice scene where they get another package from Vincenzo, who for all the year has been sending them postcards. And it's always of the exact same island in Malta. Uh-huh. I mean, and in case you don't want to know, it's not like he's hiding. It literally says Malta on the yeah. <laughs> on the postcard. You can't not know where this thing is from, right? Yeah, except the island isn't. No, oh, the island Malta. isn't labeled or anything. No, it's it's just somewhere near Malta, exactly. Yeah. But there's a great big thing that says Malta on the yeah. picture. So you know, it's not like he's being coy. Just you know, uh, they don't know exactly where he is. But probably in Malta, based on the <laughs> postcards he keeps sending. So they're doing an Italian-Korean cultural exchange, and she go at where Italy sends a bunch of Renaissance art, and they have a you know a cocktail party, and so she gets dressed up and uh, goes to it, and Who's there? Vincenzo's there. <laughs> so sweet. I was so happy. I thought they were just gonna. She was just going to remember the first time that they had that conversation in the art gallery. But they do, except it's not just a memory. He's actually there. Yeah. This made me so happy. Except that he didn't have the conversation with her. He had the conversation with Gil's wife. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. With Gil's yeah, wife. What am I yeah, saying? Yeah. Ugh, it wasn't with her Mr. Gil's wife. No, it wasn't her. It was with Gil's wife. But they are flashing back to that. Yes. Yeah. That's what they they're flashing back to that scene. Uh, yes, and that's why I was thinking of it, because it's so perfect. And uh, war and art should be looked at from a distance. And what's so funny is Mr. Nam, she invites Mr. Nam to go with her. And he says, yeah. no, I have a paper airplane contest tomorrow. <laughs> to do. Oh, he missed his chance to see Vincenzo. Because he didn't want to miss his paper airplane competition. Oh, Mr. Nam just can't win, can he? Oh, that poor man. Oh, it gets so good. And then and then we get, as you say, the, the Bridge of Birds story. He's like, uh, I'm still wanted in Korea. And as a, you know, all I can do is once a year, there's enough diplomatic cover and enough diplomats coming for this event that I'm going to be able to visit. But I can only do it once a year and I can only be here for one day. As you say, exactly as in the myth. Yes, exactly as in the myth. Yeah. And I mean, once I read that myth so like, much. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I get what they're doing. It just yeah. makes it more beautiful. Yes. Yes. It was already beautiful, but knowing the details of the myth that has inspired this and how it speaks to the history of Korea, it makes it all the more beautiful. Uh -huh. Oh, God. Such a good. It's so beautiful. You know, he. Yeah. He says that I can't come back, but, you know, you could always come to my island. <laughs> She's like, you have an island? <laughs> and uh, and then we find out that, hey, uh, what's one thing they hadn't paid off? Oh, him uh, giving guys money to not kill him. To not kill members of his family. We never actually had any follow-up on that. And now we do. Yeah. 
which not, is well complete follow-up later but yeah he moves, he moves yes he, has he moves he moves the family to malta yeah. where they can't be attacked uh, he moves the family to Malta, and we find out soon enough the follow-up on that. But yes, he has gone back. Paolo, as as we found out, Paolo fled. Paolo took the money and ran, and it was left to Vincenzo to save the family. And so now he's finally in charge of the Cassano family like he deserved to be from the start. Yep. It's so nice. So he has, and it's, a, it's an island, and it's a place for relaxation. Yep. And he even has a room already for her. Yeah, whenever she wants to come. It's so sweet. Yeah. Oh God, everything about this relationship is so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I adore it. And then we get well, we get the scene. Yeah. Yes, we get the scene with the monks. Yes. Oh, and everybody God. bringing the gold in, and we find out where the gold is. It had been hidden the whole time. And she's being, oh my God, it's, she has a bed made of gold on her property. There's just a pallet. Uh, She's got this pallet of gold bars just sitting on her property underground. So if they ever need it, the gold is there. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, we get the montage of everybody smuggling it in and we get a scene of her, you know, Sleeping on the bed of gold. Which hurts her back, no Which hurts her back. But come on, you gotta try it. Yeah. You have to at least try it, don't you? Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, just the idea that he actually, uh, he actually has find a place where he can have quiet. Yes. On Malta. For the first time. And he's planning. Oh, he loves his planning. And he yeah. runs, well, he runs, he runs the family now. And she yeah. says to him, so you're not a consigliere. Nope. <laughs> no, he's actually the boss. And they finally get a real kiss yes. right at the end. That wasn't a, a trick or something being forced on them or a thing. And he says that villains, I might be a villain, but villains can fall in love. <laughs> it's so wonderful. Finally. Finally, he's able to say it. Yep. Oh. And then then he has to leave. He has to leave with the rest of the delegation. Oh, it's such a beautiful ending. And it's such a perfect ending. Like, it really is. They found just the right moment. And now that I know that it ties in with mythology, oh my God. Yep. And then... uh, and then he said, uh, here's the, uh, the fast, the fantastic part. So he, he has moved the family out. They now have a safe place to do a base of operations from in Malta, but that's not enough for Vincenzo. Uh, he may have paid you guys off to stay out of his territory, but he didn't forget that you killed two members of his family. <laughs> And so we get a final monologue from Vincenzo about how just last week I uh, I murdered three members of the Luciano family family. and used them as fertilizer. In his vineyards. In his vineyards. (laughs) Oh, man. And then I took over all of the olive groves in Malta. 
Oh, because he's running things and he's going to make this a real going concern. And he's like, yeah, I did a good thing, but I'm still a bad guy. Yes. And that's the beautiful ending. Yeah. I'm still, you'll get no justice for me. I don't believe justice is empty. All you will get is vengeance when it's appropriate. Yes, and he says that he is taking out the trash and evil is prevalent and vehement. Yep. Take it from a villain. Take it from a villain and then you just have this close in on his face. But the evil is prevalent and villain is the last thing he says. And it just on his face and then you end to the final card. And then we get this beautiful scene, right? A montage, right? Of the of high the, points. Uh, of all of the high points of the show. Just a little flashback to all of the great moments we've watched over the past 20 weeks that we've been watching this show. <laughs> it's such a perfect ending. It is such a great way to say goodbye to these characters in this world, you know? Yeah. No, they they did a magnificent job. I mean, every part of this thing is magnificent. But this, I mean, it just leaves you with a smile on your face. Yes, I know. So, I mean, it's so, you just like, okay. Given how brutal this thing was, you know? (laughs) Given how unbelievably brutal this episode was, the fact that it leaves you in such a positive place is once again, a perfect example of what a masterpiece this show is. Mm-hmm. It just is like, they've so got the tone down that they can just have some of the most gruesome violence from our main character that you could possibly imagine. And then this, this unbelievably sweet ending <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is, well, yes, and it is, well, yeah, and that is, how can we say, I I mean, I just love the ending, how they, you know, all the lead characters and their names, which, well, that means nothing to us, No, of course, but all the key characters. All of the actors, they put all of the actors on screen and all of the character names. Good and bad. Yeah, and one thing I will say one thing that wasn't addressed and this is the only thing that i can think of that's major that wasn't addressed and it's why i think the writer already has an idea for what he would do in season two if he does a season two like if there isn't season two we never ever ever got an explanation or clear reference to what's going on like what happened with the car full of people he murdered and the little girl holding the teddy bear. Yeah, because I it's funny. I just listened to, uh, I re-listened to uh, our podcast for 10, which is going yeah. up I think, next week. Right. Um, and you said there that he'd killed the little girl, but he didn't. We don't know. But my point is we don't know. No, we don't know whether he killed her, but she was still alive in the car. Yeah, exactly. I thought, well, no, but from the glancing in that yeah. episode, we so little, I thought she had been hit by a bullet. But yeah. in the later episode, two weeks ago, we see yeah. that she was alive in the car and staring at him. And we don't know what happened next. No, 
And uh, yeah, but that would take it to Italy. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what I think we would see part of in season two. Yeah. Well, it'd be interesting, but yes, you don't see his nightmares. What happened to him before? Mm-hmm. Um all of that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I have no idea. All I know is that if he does decide yeah. to do a follow-up. Vincenzo's um, down for starring in it. <laughs> yes, he's down for starring in it. I'm sure that just everybody about everybody else who's yeah. involved that, that's still alive. Yeah, we'll be uh, happy to star in this thing. And, but, right? I can't yeah. imagine. I mean, everything is kind of set up it's set up so that you don't need an ending mm. nope because what you're talking about of course is backstory yeah my conception for that is not that it's just backstory but rather that that event would be the catalyst that like kicks off a new set of events because yeah. it haunted him and maybe like further development of him as a character because he's already developed quite a lot, but who knows what further journey Vincenzo could go on. In any event, I I am perfectly satisfied. And this is how rare do we get to say this? Especially after, you know, uh, what happened with Wise Guy. We're about to start talking about Wise Guy Season 4, so... Mm. We're going to have a lot to talk about there with uh, disappointing endings. <laughs> but oh. this show literally has a perfect ending. Yes. It has a perfect ending. Yeah. There is, you don't need to do anything else with this. Yeah. Um, if, if they want to, I'll watch it. But you are right when you say we well, don't need more Vincenzo. No, no, no. You, this is, you can postulate what might happen in the future, whether she ever visits him. Yeah. All of those sorts of things. Yeah. But you can't, this is so unique. Yeah, uh, there are things you can do, but it's not like you're trying. There's nothing to fix. No, no. And that's the thing. And that's the thing I want to make clear. I'm not saying that, like, they need to improve it in the next season. No, Absolutely not. And I think that if there is anything to say, don't do a second one is I don't know if it can be any better. Well, that is the challenge, right? Yeah, that would be the challenge. And it depends if this author. Does he have a great idea? And that's the thing. Does he have a great idea for season two? And if he doesn't have a great idea for season two, then obviously don't do a season two. It's not like Squid Game that both wraps up the story and also ends with a demand that we have more, you know? Yes. This, no, this is a, a completion. This is a full story with a beginning, a middle, and a definitive end. Yes. And to, um, it was funny, I was reading some blog a while back. It talked about, it took him a while, this this author was going, this. it took me a while, he said, but I think this really is just a a mythological story or a myth, right? Right. And it's because I was looking up the, um, the, the, what, it wasn't about, it wasn't about the, the Bridge of Magpies. But the Vasravara, right? Yeah. That he is Vasravara, that he is this one of the four kings mm-hmm. that rule the earth. And he is the one that controls and keeps in check the demons. Yep. Right? Um, so that's what I was looking up. 
And so, and then he starts talking about. Which, by the way, that's uh, considering I've learned all of this stuff about, uh, what do you call it? Samaria recently. That's also Pazuzu's job. Yeah. Yeah, Scary demon monster. But his job is to keep the gates of hell closed so the demons don't get out. Yeah. You know, and it's, there's all sorts of different, right? That those characters. That show um, up over and over again in mythology. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I read this thing about the, the bridge and I'm going, yes. So this must have been a driving, some of the driving forces, influences for this. um, Story right from the start. Yeah. And the Buddhism is clearly the important worldview throughout Mm -hmm. the entire show. Yeah. That's why we spend so much time with the monks. Yes. Yeah. So. um, Like, that's the thing. We, like, everybody's Christian. We don't spend any time talking about their religion. We spend a hell of a lot of time talking about those monks, though. It's the monks that are the driving force under underpinning everything that happens. Exactly. Yeah. And this is why Vincenzo is the way he is. Mm-hmm. It is because he has embodied Vashraya, va, whatever is it is. Yeah. We're um, not pretending we're good at saying these Indian words. Okay? Yes, well, <laughs> we're just not. It, do you know that it was Korea that brought Buddhism to Ch- to Japan? I did not know that. Explains no, a lot, that, though. Yeah, explains a lot. Yeah. Vaz Ravara. Vaz Ravara. Gotcha. Who leads the Yakshas and the Rakshasas. Rakshasas. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, that's so fantastic. He, yeah, he keeps them in check. And I mean, this is in parts other mythologies. So that there were, and as I said, I think it's all of this has sort of driven me to going, okay, I'm going to learn a bit about the language. I will learn more about the history and things um, mm-hmm. because it is a very different um, yeah. world, I think. But this, this show was just from beginning to end. Yeah. He had this, this view of this man who had, a, was basically has a mission. Yeah. And and what our Buddhist would say is, yes, this is who you are. This is your role in life. And mm-hmm. so be it. Well, and what I love That's about fine. it is that it's like he, it's a guy who was grown up in this mafia environment. Yeah. And he's like, I've, I've given all that up. They don't appreciate me. I'm going to leave and I'm just going to look out for myself. And yeah. then he finds himself unable to just look out for himself. Yeah. He can't do it. He needs a family. And he yeah. finds a family. Whether he knows it or not, he needs a family. And he finds one, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, such such a magnificent show. Such a magnificent message. We may be coming back with a uh, a podcast where we talk about the show as a whole. So don't be surprised if you see that soon. Uh <laughs> But for right now, we will wrap this bad boy up by saying, uh, Vincenzo, perfect as always. Yes. Ends, yeah, ends just as well as it began. Uh, So for now, thank you for listening. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, if there's any profiling related fiction you'd like us to check out, drop us a line at profilingcriminalminds at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. 
We're going to see you back here uh, tomorrow for more Wise Guy on Style Section, the Wise Guy podcast. And of course, next week, uh, maybe there'll be a uh, a conversation about this show overall, or maybe we've decided we've said enough. We haven't talked about it yet. Either way, it'll either be that, or we'll be talking about Space Sweepers. Uh, which is a, a great big sci-fi adventure starring Vincenzo. Yes. I mean, so, the actor. And I've obviously. already seen it, and it's fun. So we're going to do this thing again. Uh, yeah. He will be seeing it for the first time. I will have watched it twice. Exactly. <laughs> So that should be a blast, if nothing else. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Okay. Uh, so I'm very glad to hear that. All right. So we'll do that. We'll see you back here for that. Uh, but until then, I'd like to say au revoir. And have a good week. Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks Podcasting Network. Network.